I went to New York last week, and as you can see by these two large piles of books, I was quite busy. Um, but this was actually like, it was really interesting this time going to New York. Um, one, being like the first time going there since, since COVID. Um, but it's very, it was like an uncharacteristic trip where I had like no itinerary. I just, I just kind of did whatever. And uh, the main thing to me during the trip, I was visiting a close friend who lives in Brooklyn. And this was really like the first time I spent more significant time in Brooklyn. But I, I was just excited to see him again. It was the first time we had seen each other in person since like January 2021. Uh, so the rest was just icing on the cake. And I've, I've discovered that I've been to New York enough times now where I don't feel like I have to go like do something. I don't know if this is like getting older or just, you know, like I kind of know what I want and what I like to do. Um, so it was, it was more just like at my own pace and I did pack lighter. I thought I would bring books back. How many books? 21 books back? I, I didn't think that, but a lot of times when I travel and just whenever you get something when you're on a, a trip, it just kind of has a little bit more significance to it. So I've, the other times I've gone to New York, I've spent, I've spent um, money on books you know, I'll pay like $30 for a book and I, that's about what this costs for 21 books this time. So I'm getting smarter, I'm getting smarter, right? And uh, I thought it'd be super cool to, well, like the first day, I just had to kill some time in Brooklyn. So I got in and uh, in the afternoon, I was just like, oh, I'll just Google like thrift stores, just see what, what's, what kind of stuff they have in New York. And then I got this, uh, look at this. This is at, I think the Goodwill in Brooklyn one of the goodwills and it's, uh, things fall apart, but this cover design is so cool. Uh, this is a really good book. I, I've enjoyed this book. I think this was printed in 1988. So we have that one. And then um, what, I, this isn't in order at all. I got a thesaurus. I thought I would spend time like looking up words because I, I need to come up with some words. You know, when you like start a company or buy a domain name, uh, you gotta look up words. So I thought I didn't use it <laughs> on the trip, but I have it, I guess. I can find a thesaurus anywhere in Chicago, but um, yeah, so I, I just spent more time in Brooklyn. I just did thrift stores. And then another day I just went to Manhattan and I just, from like Soho to like, uh, what, East Village. Did I go to Upper West Side? I don't think so. Midtown and then East Village. No, I was thinking Greenwich Village. Greenwich Village, yeah. I just did this kind of loop. I went to like eight thrift stores. Some were good, some were bad, but uh, obviously we got a decent haul. So let's talk about some of these books, right? Um, this one, Innocence Abroad by Mark Twain. So this is about like going to Europe. And this is like the 1880s, 1890s. And um, just the view on America is quite different than it is today. So, you know, experiencing Europe with, uh, with other American tourists and that experience, what that was like. Uh, I got another Mark Twain book, which is, uh, look at this title. What is man? That's provoking, right? And this one is more, um, we know Mark Twain for kind of his fiction, but uh, this one's more like an essay and it's more about 
uh, in his opinion, some religious hypocrisy, um, pure altruism, does it exist? Making our, yeah. It's really interesting. I feel like he's, he's definitely like a humanist. Uh, Mark Twain and I, 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 Mark Twain and I are the same, uh, what do you call the, uh, the Myers-Briggs? So we're both ENFPs. And uh, so I, I see a lot of similarities between, between us and like learning about him and watching his like biography on YouTube, stuff like that. So ENFPs, we love to just explore life and just like live it. And oftentimes, ENFPs, we're like, we're a very fun hang. We're very fun people to be around. So uh, we like to explore the world. We like to have fun. And a lot of times what we write is, or, or what we think is reflective because it's like real. It's like, you know, we're experiencing the world and this is what our world and our experience was like. That's how the kind of like our approaches are. It reflects like real life. Okay. This one is uh, Theodore Roosevelt and the rise of America as a world power. Um, interesting. These are interesting books to find, aren't they? Uh, this is the book of Bhima. I'm, I'm learning, I'm curious, I'm more curious about Eastern or like Indian uh, religion and spirituality. So I, I saw this, I thought this would be a good read. Um, this one is called Past Pre Present Present Tense Machine by Gunhild Oyhane. I think it's like it's definitely a Scandinavian name, like Norwegian. But get this. So I was like, so it's about um I think it's like futuristic. I'm I'm not actually sure what it's about. But it says 22. Like it's yeah, copyright. Okay, translation copy 2022. Who are you? So I thought that's very futuristic. It's not even out. Maybe I'm not even supposed to have this copy because it's not 2022 yet. Or is it? Okay, we got uh, Art Lover. So this is the biography of Peggy Guggenheim. Peggy Guggenheim, millionaireess, legendary lover, uh, appalling parent, selective miser, one of the greatest and most notorious art patrons of the 20th century. Um, I'm curious to learn more about her. I feel like in my life I'm gonna collect art and I want to like start a museum. So I think she would be, she would have some good insight because uh, the Guggenheim Museum in New York is uh, one of the premier art museums. So I uh, thought it'd be good. Brave New World. Um, doesn't hurt to have another copy of this around. You can tell by the cover it was designed in the 90s. Each of these covers, like when you go through books or, or like album art with uh, music or movies, the artwork is very reflective of the decade, of the time. And so this is always, the 1990s has this like italicized fonts. Um, I think it's really ugly. I think a lot of 90s art is ugly. But um, yeah, so we have another copy. Uh, this was cool. I found two books on Muhammad Ali. This one doesn't have a, a book jacket, which is fine. I actually prefer that. Uh, 
and this one this one's more of a biography and it kind of shares it's like someone else's perspective doing research and this is who he is whereas this one is in his own words so i think it's more autobiography um yeah muhammad ali comes up a lot like in my i don't want to say everyday life but when you when you like go on a journey of learning and curiosity certain names will come up that that and you just kind of make a note of it and muhammad ali um in my experience comes up um, occasionally so it's it's very interesting this one is small is beautiful i think it's written by an indian economist um schumacher is eminently practical sensible eloquently chap versant in the subtleties of large-scale business management yet equally in touch with his down-to-earth realities of a simple indian village his book is an unusual economic treatise enormously broad in scope pithily weaving together threads from galbraith and Gandhi, capitalism and Buddhism, science and psychology. Yeah, I'm talking a lot of big words. I hope he doesn't use as many big words in the book. Jeez, I can barely pronounce that. Uh, this one's called like Pan Nut Handsome. I thought this was like uh, like Scandinavian spirituality, like Nordic folklore, like but like re religion in a way. Um, I'm not actually sure, but handsome has the qualities that belong to the very great, the completest omniscience, <laughs> I'll butcher these words, about human nature. I don't know. That's what I thought by the cover, right? If you look at the cover, it looks like, a, you know, like a Norwegian god or something like that. This one I was, I was so excited to find. Uh, it's called Democracy in America by Alexis Tocqueville. So he was this uh, French man, and this was like the 1830s, 40s, and he came over to America with the intention to write about prison system, the prison system, but instead he was just like so enchanted, uh, or he was so curious about like American culture and democracy and all like racial tensions and just you know, it's just like this freedom abound, yet like the masses, there's like this mob mentality. I don't know. I'll have to read it to find out. But um, I've heard about this book before, and that's why it really struck me when I found it. I was like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Um, yeah. We're, we're still getting through these books. We have uh, The Princessa, Machiavelli for Women. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's quite a... a it's quite a, a title. I wish she didn't put a photo of herself on there. I wish it was, I wish the cover was better. Um, but according to Atlanta Business Chronicle, beautiful, a beautiful book full of wisdom. I have another, I have a, the Machiavelli one by, uh, um, or The Prince by Machiavelli. Okay, this is The Soul of Kindness. This is a fiction book written by uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Um, yeah, it's great cover. I like the cover. And um, 
it's about like the disease of self-love. So be careful. <coughs> this one is The Republic of Pirates. It was written by Colin Woodard, which uh, he also wrote American Nations, which is a book that uh, I found very helpful. It talks about how history has shaped cultures in the United States. And there's kind of like 11 regional cultures within North America, you know, so including Canada and Mexico. Um, and it's helped enlighten me on like why certain people in the country think a certain way. It's because of history and culture. And, and, and all these things are in a vacuum and we're living today but like we're so influenced by what's come before, even though we're not really aware of it. So um, I thought, oh, he's, he's written a, a book about pirates too. I, I would really love to read that. So now we have this. Super excited for this book, Zero. This is about uh, the number zero and how radical an idea it was and how it's changed the world. Um, what excites me too is that it's not too thick, so I should be able to get through it fairly quickly. This is um, the biography of a dangerous idea. The Babylonians invented it, the Greeks banned it, Hindus worshiped it, uh, the church used it to fend off heretics. For centuries, the power of zero, savored by the demonic, once harnessed it, became the most important tool in mathematics. Zero follows this number from its birth as an Eastern philosophical concept to its struggle for acceptance in Europe. Yeah, the mystery of the black hole. Zero, right? Pretty radical idea. Okay, this is uh, Becoming by Michelle Obama or about Michelle Obama. Um, I've been looking for this book actually at thrift stores for quite a while. It seems like People like her more than Barack Obama, President Obama. Um, she seems really beloved. I know there was this uh, Obama portraits at the Art Institute. And every time, I probably went to that exhibit five times. And every time I go, there's more people around Michelle's portrait than there was Barack. Um, she just seems very graceful and uh really strong and inspiring woman uh, and I got this book for 99 cents so nice this is the girl with the pearl earring uh, this um, where I forget where this the original artwork is but this is like a fictional story about um, the woman in the painting it's a very famous painting by Vermeer and uh, I don't know, historical fiction. Nice. This is uh, The Rise and Fall of the Great Powers. Um, yeah. I thought this would be a really good one to read or at least have on hand. It's got some highlights in it, so that's always helpful. A fresh enlightenment of the problems of our own time. Um, yeah, so this is, I think, kind of wrapping up the 20th century as we go into the uh, 21st century. When was this? Okay, no, no, no. It's economic change and military conflict from 1500 to 2000. Um, that's why I was so curious about it, because I'll watch 
um, a whole bunch of videos on YouTube about just like world powers and empires and like histories and families, dynasties. Um, so I thought this would be a good one to kind of like summarize. If I read this book, I should have it all like all right here, right? And then this last book is uh, Elon Musk, how the billionaire CEO of SpaceX and Tesla is shaping our future. I was really concerned. So I have a paperback version of this and I was considering to bring it on the trip. Uh, and then, then I found the hardcover. So now I have a hardcover and a paperback. Um, and I, I'm definitely gonna read this one very soon. I, for how big of a person and influential person he is, I don't know enough about him. So I feel like reading this, it will give me a good, uh, good idea about him. I did ask my friend while I was on the trip, like what he knows of Elon Musk. He's read this book and it's basically like, Elon has looked at two of the biggest problems of humanity and he's trying to solve them, right? Uh, we should have a backup plan as a species. So that means we gotta like leave planet Earth. Um, and also too, like the, the emissions uh, from fossil fuels we should probably go electric. So he's working at solving those issues. Uh, pretty interesting person. So I'm excited to read it. But those are the 21 books that I got in New York. And uh, New York was fabulous. Always a great time. Uh, yeah, New York is New York. And it cannot be defined. And uh, what a time. What a time. Very, very thankful for the trip.